That won't feed a man. Packet cake and frozen shop-bought sausage rolls are cheating in my view. But that's just my view. You do what you like. The men worked such long hours? Yeah, sure, Stella thought. Long hours spent in the air-conditioned cabs of fancy tractors. Cabs that had stereos that broadcast the cricket all day, or iPod playlists of favourite country music. Then there was the social element of tractor driving, where the radio handpiece was a link to their mates harvesting grain in the district, always nearby. And they had the built-in drink holders, and the plug-in space for eskies, containing cold stubbies of beer when the long arm of the clock slipped past five o'clock. All this, along with GPS controls, so the men barely had to steer to get their grain rows straight. They only had to get out into the heat occasionally to adjust the chaser bin, open a gate, refuel or set up the grain auger. And then there were the trips to the railside grain, weighbridge and silos. Sure, it was routine, round the clock, hectic work, but it was mostly air-conditioned and social. Not like this kitchen. And there was no need for fancy smokos. No need at all. The reason Stella knew all this, and Nancy did not, was because once, years ago, before the wedding, before the babies, Stella had been part of that tractor-driving world, and she had loved it. It was before life crept up on her and took her to a place she never thought she would be, in a kitchen, while her beloved rural world moved on outside without her. Well, not for one moment did she begrudge her kids, but she missed being with Tom in his world, Instead, she was groomed by Nancy to become one of the women folk. It depressed her. Stella glanced at her goddess sticky-taped to the fridge. Please help me today, Stella said, looking at the image of Nigella Lawson, standing in her British kitchen, curving wildly and womanly in a red dress that clung to ginormous knockers, her white full breasts brushed by the ends of her flowing dark hair. Please give me strength, Nigella, Stella said again. Tom had given her a Nigella cookbook last Christmas. She was certain Tom wasn't attracted to it for the recipes. More for the fact that Nigella had pouting cherry lips and did things to strawberries and cream with her mouth that reminded him of fellatio. But Stella didn't care. She admired the woman. A woman who had suffered the death of loved ones. A woman who made cooking about love and sensuality and about self-soothing. A woman who was comfortable with her curves and in the dead of night liked to stroke the shelves of her pantry and feast on midnight snacks. Nigella, in Stella's book, was a legend. Stella wondered if Nigella had the same trouble with men, or did they treat her like the goddess she was? Did the men in Nigella's house do the dishes and bring her champagne or cups of tea while reclining in the bath? Or when Nigella's men knocked off work, did they kick boots off at the back door to be tripped over, and after a quick wash, was the couch located and feet put up on stools, and the television flicked on, and the newspaper unfolded, and did the news or the sport become the focus? Not the kids, not the wife, not the domestics. Was it the same the world over? If only they had a bath in this dump of a cottage, Stella thought.
She could soak in it and Tom could bring her a Bundy. If only they had a pantry so she could soothe herself with some shelf-stroking and learn to love her kitchen and her cooking the way Nigella did. Still, she reasoned, Nigella would certainly do more hours than the men. There was no doubt there. She was a mother. For Stella, her day usually started at 5.30am with Ned's first bottle, and it wasn't done until she fell into bed in an exhausted heap after a hectic routine of domestic tasks and helping the men. Then there was the endless rounds of dirty dishes, bathing the kids, looking after the kids, planning the next day's meals, getting the washing away, sweeping the spiders from the veranda, and watering the garden. Then there was helping the men working on the farm. Round and round it went, on and on. To add to the pressure, there was a straightening of the cushions and curtains in case...